Kadabra, yes, that's what we're talking about today. Kadabra? What do you mean? You don't know Kadabra? You don't know it? 1.2 million employees, the third largest public company by revenue in the world, just behind Walmart and China State Grid with revenue of 513 billion. You don't know Kadabra? Ha! Stay tuned. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Yes, thank you for joining us on today's show, the show that's all about you, the runner. Because, you know, it's your attitude, it's your mindset that helps and determines how good your run is going to be. So, Kadabra, yes, those of you who know it, Amazon, that's what it used to be called. Jeff Bezos, the architect of this really innovative company. And no, we're not going to discuss Amazon or Jeff Bezos today, but we're going to look at some of his things, his success factors, and see how they're going to be relating to running. And one of the prime success factors was from the beginning, from the word go, Jeff Bezos had this vision, and he did not work on a three-year horizon, three-year horizon, shareholders' value and all of that. What he said is he realized you're competing against a lot of people if it's just a three-year horizon. But if you're willing to lengthen that time horizon, and these are his words, you can engage in endeavors that you could never otherwise pursue. Now, what did he reach? 98 million using, uh, accessing it at least once a month. <laughs> yes, I'm one of them. 89% of buyers agree they're more likely to buy products from Amazon than any other e-commerce site. Yes, I, for some other reason, decided I need another small bottle to go for a run as if I didn't have enough. Where did I go to? Amazon. 150 million prime subscribers. No, sorry, I'm a cheapskate. I didn't go for that. <laughs> and right in the beginning, actually, I read in one of the articles, the company used to ring a bell every time they got an order, but they had to abandon that because there were just too many orders that were coming in. So the company was founded in 1994. It was only selling books, but Jeff Bezos, he already had that vision of becoming a everything store. And one of his things was purposeful engagement. And this has basically got to do with human motivation. And the, the, the skill can be cultivated through effort and that people with a growth mindset they thrive on challenges and the fixed mindset i can't do towards the growth mindset i can't do it yet and that's a um that's about human motivation uh, carol dweck writes about that and there, there are five big ideas behind this and the view you adopt for yourself profoundly affects the way you're going to lead your life and by improving your self-awareness, your self-worth, your self-confidence, what we talk about in this show every season. We talk about all the points. Nearly every episode is about self-awareness or self-worth or self-confidence. So believing that your qualities are carved in stone, the fixed mindset, that creates an urgency to prove yourself over and over. <laughs> and runners in a growth mindset that don't just seek challenges, actually you thrive on it. You know, the growth mindset does allow people to, to love what they're doing and to continue to love it in the face of difficulties. But those with the growth mindset, they find success in, in going after their best, in learning and improvement. And this is exactly what defines your champion moments. You know, if you've really tried to look for what is the best in your running that you're going for, that you, are, that, that you can achieve, that's what gives you satisfaction. So the mindset summary is this, you know, that 
human qualities, intellectual skills, they, they could be cultivated through effort. And not only were, were children with a, with a growth mindset not in, discouraged by failure, they didn't even think they were failing. Just think back to when you were a child. I was not discouraged when something didn't work. We, you know, we, if we built a small ramp and we wanted to cycle over it with our bicycles and we would try to fly over a, a crate of empty, uh, empty tomato box crate or something, we didn't make it, but we tried and we tried again, you know, even though we failed numerous times and we thought we, we were learning. And, you know, what are the consequences of thinking that your intelligence or your personality or your body or your body weight is something that, you know, that is so deep-seated that you can't change it? Robert Sternberg, the, the present-day guru of intelligence, in a very prominent paper, he wrote that the major factor in whether people achieve expertise, and this is for you and you're running as well, is not some fixed prior ability, but the purposeful engagement. Now again, how does this relate to your running? Number one, take control of your schedule because it's normal for free time to, you know, <laughs> just suddenly be gone. But your commitment shouldn't. Your commitment is something, and it's not focusing on time, but about your commitment. The more you focus on commitment, the more likely you're going to achieve it. If you focus on time, you know, and your schedule ramps up, and, and your workouts and your other appointments are colliding, if you're committed, you'll know the choice you're going to make. That also be said, it's okay not to have the best day every day. I think that's something that social media is portraying as incorrectly. Every day a great day, just had a 10K run, ha, 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 great. No, if, you know, a hectic schedule is going to throw you off. It might even throw whole, your whole week off, but just start again. Important thing is not to let it be a setback, but to start again. So be easy on yourself. Another secret of success is don't miss shorter distances. You've only got 15 minutes. That's enough time to run, let's say, a three-kilometer run. It's, it's the all-or-nothing mindset. I sometimes have that. I still have to go out in the evenings. I need to be somewhere. I only have 20 minutes. I know I can still go out for a quick run, just a sprint, really work myself up. Of course, do a warm before and but then really just do a sprint like crazy, burst out in sweat, take a shower, and I'm ready again. <laughs> Um, there's this uh, article about Berlin Marathon, which I read. It's a blog, and there was a, uh, a lady who finished in 2 hours and 59 minutes. I'll, I'll tell you why I found this blog. Number one, it's, it's a pretty impressive time, 2.59. But she collapsed a couple of times, um, and it looked like she was a wreck. And... Whilst she was interviewed, she said it was more painful than childbirth, yet she said it's one of the best experiences of her life. Now, if you look at, you know, the costs and benefits, you know, her elation is really puzzling. You know, what's so special about running 26 miles and, and 259 or 301, what, what does it actually matter? So she didn't qualify for any prizes. It, it's not fast enough to be a top time. And... She wasn't looking for a Boston qualifying either. So what was so special about it? Well, the triumph didn't lie in arbitrary pairing of time and distance, but rather in setting and then meeting a goal. And these arbitrary goals, and it's a group of scientists in the new academic study, they provide some insight into how we weigh the joy of victory against the sting of defeat. And there's this very beautiful there's this very beautiful chart 
which shows that the same instinct to finish a marathon in another three or four hours also causes many people to make big mistakes when, for example, buying and selling estate or stocks or when negotiating with their boss. Researchers, they've even downloaded the online results of nearly every major marathon and many minor marathons around the world, and they have a database of 10 million marathon finishes. And viewed from afar, the distribution of finishing times, it resembles, on the first look, a bell-shaped distribution. But if you zoom in, now you can see at the bottom of this, there's like it starts with 2.30, that's the finish time. Then the next one is 3, 3.34, 4.35, and 6.30. And <clears throat> again, this is based on 10 million runners. So zooming in, that before every half hour interval, an hour interval, the goals, they work as motivators. Because you see so many runners sneak in just under their target. The shaded peaks are then 259, 329, 359, and so on. And if you just miss it, like finishing 301, 331, or 401. <laughs> so achieving these goals is partly a matter of careful planning and pacing, of course. And when the researchers examined the distribution of the first half of the marathon, they again found so many athletes running slightly ahead of the goals and very few who, who dragged behind. But part of their success, it reflects the grit over the closing stretch and most marathoners will run the final two kilometers or final mile or 640 yards at about eight to ten percent slower than they run the preceding distance now the clear expectation is those who need to stay on pace to meet their goal they push themselves harder and slow and and you know much harder than they did during the rest of the race so the, the last two three percent of the race you're giving it all out you might know this from yourself. You know, you, you come around the corner and you see it says two, five, nine. It's like 50 seconds to go. What are you going to do? You're not going to keep the pace and start waving. You're going to start sprinting whatever your time ambition is just before that cutoff. Now, in this analysis that's done by some econom economists, they suggested it's worth putting in effort as long as the, the marginal benefit from doing so exceeds the corresponding marginal cost of that effort. The fact that so many people think it's worth the effort to run a 259 or 359 marathon rather than a 301 or 401 suggests that achieving goals, it brings a huge psychological benefit and that missing them ah that hurts i've got a couple oh ones you know or five nines or thirty ones it's not nice i don't like it and of course it has to do with how we reflect it's like you know selling a house you know your goal might be to get at least what you paid for it but this simple goal it can be a disastrous decision if you bought a house in in one state and you, you, you which has got a housing bubble and you're moving somewhere else where it isn't the case and then the homeowners that are selling prices with an eye on recouping the past investment rather than on current market conditions you've heard that you know friends that have like that well well you know i want this and they're not selling and then they're in deep financial distress same with your running Yesterday's or last year's running doesn't reflect on this year. <laughs> well, you know, last year I was maybe super fit. I felt on top of it. This year the feeling, and I cannot quantify it, it isn't the same. You know, it's, it's like people that don't understand it. <laughs> so re-evaluating your run goals, adjusting for what the current health status is like, and helps you add powerful run memories rather than, you know, I, I, I didn't make last year's goal. So there's also a similar unwillingness to, to 
recognize the situation and the pain of loss sometimes it's so big you know that that people aren't even you know willing to go to the same race and to try and experience it again and to try and enjoy it you know, just like skip it you know it doesn't make sense now again what makes a a great runner a great runner shares some traits that a great leader does and for for jeff bezos it was determination and results orientation uh, high in risk taking analytic thinking and planning and these things all relate to your running determination and result orientation how determined are you to get that result what risk are you prepared to take and analytical thinking is this route for me have i have i copied it down have i clearly looked at the route how many turns are there is it predominantly left turns is it predominantly right turns how many aid stations are there how many hills are inside there and this then goes over into planning as well at what time do i want to reach which aid station because it'll help you arrive there with a clear mind you won't be one of those runners who's like oh i lost track of time and i'm going to get lost and i lost my water bottle i lost my sunglasses <laughs> and the, the leadership qualities they include also decisiveness you know making bold and decisive decisions and being visionary seeing yourself already have a vision not just a short term this season even a long term how do you want to be long term as a runner and of course the strategic thinking you know the amazon or bezos and his team they plan their strategies beyond one product and they always look for you know diversifying the business strategies are you diversifying your running or are you running the same old same old again and again and then of course communication how do you talk to yourself what do you say to yourself when no one is listening and you just realize you you didn't achieve that time or that distance you set out to and if you notice it's rumination or negative self talk that's something you can change right now you don't need to go to a runner's shop you don't need to spend money on amazon to change that it's in your head it's in your hands let's start right there <laughs> so by the way if you're interested in this content please share it with someone who you think needs to listen to it and whilst you're on amazon anyway and you think hey you know what i'm going to pick up on some of these points here just enter run 365 days it's about a 365 day run streak it's a paperback or just enter my name Heiko Stribble and what you're going to find is a step by step guide to completing a one year run challenge from the word go how to get going how to learn from your own experiences how to create your running success moments reflect and appreciate what you are proud of how to create a plan and set your priorities it's an easy to read booklet a few pages very useful content especially if you have been hurt before <laughs> seriously if before you've bought some training plan and left it abandoned it it's because they were too complicated too complex and this book it gets right down to the nitty gritty after all it's just running or not it's not rocket science I want to finish off with Hebrews 11. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Thanks for listening. My name is Heiko. God bless you and remember, take it easy.